Dell Tech Fest starts now. To thank you for 40 unforgettable years, Dell Technologies is celebrating with anniversary savings on their most popular tech. For a limited time only, save on select next-gen PCs like the XPS 13 Plus, where you can make the everyday easier with Windows 11. Plus, curate your dream setup with great deals on select monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at dell.com slash deals, you'll have access to leading-edge technology and free shipping on everything. Again, that's dell.com slash deals. Looking for an assist with your credit card but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep, you heard that right. You can talk to a real human in customer service anytime. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, what's up, everybody? We're back. It's the Rich Eisen Show Basketball Podcast. Yes, we're coming to you on a Friday. Normally, it's Wednesday, but hey, look, there's stuff going on around here, and we're busy. We couldn't get to it. We're cool, man. We got a lot of ish going on. We got a lot of ish going on. A little bit less than Tom Brady. Uh, But we're heading (laughs) you right into the weekend talking about some NBA stuff. There's a lot going on in the association. Before we get to it, what's up, fellas? Adam, TJ, what up? What it do, baby? What's up? Friday. How you guys doing? You guys all right? Friday, we're good? It's oh, Friday. Yeah. I got a headache, but I'm happy to be here nonetheless. You well, know I got good saying? news for both of you, right? I got good news for both of you. Congratulations. We're getting on a PJ to Minneapolis tonight. Okay. We're all starting for the Lakers. Oh, bet. Yes. Look, man. Let's I've been go. dying. I know I can get at least I know. like three rebounds and maybe two dimes. That's what I'm saying. So, I'll hit know, a couple that, corner threes. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Adam, you get a little shots yeah. up. I'll, I'll distribute. I'll be the facilitator. Let's go. We're going to have a great time. It's <laughs> us three, LeBron and AD, like congrats. Well, let me explain something to you. That's a 30-win team right there, just the five of us. 30 wins. Well, I, I think they're going to only get about 30 wins anyway, but let's just start. Let's and just that's start, the sad thing, Brock. Let's just start <laughs> talking about the Lakers, man. Do we have to? Yeah, let's just like, get it, you know, last year, I just I wanted to quit the podcast because like, if we talk about the Lakers one more time, I'm no, walking I know, out. because they, was, they were so bad. It was so fun to talk about, and then winning time. But got what are we talking Brockman about? Brockman loves it. Brockman loves What are we talking, talking about, about the they Lakers stink. because he hates them so bad. They, here it is. This let's, is let's, so awesome for Brockman right now. This is his basketball ecstasy. <laughs> See, this is basketball ecstasy for Chris Brockman. No, Adam Chudman, you don't understand. For 23 years, (laughs) I've been the poster boy for Laker hater in this town. Everybody knows it. And I'm even at the point where it's just like, I'm so sick of beating this dog now. Are you feel bad piling on? I don't feel bad, but I'm just like, "Eh, okay, you know, whatever. Uh, what are we going to say? They stick. All right. They should have surrounded LeBron with shooters. They didn't. And now they're paying for their sins. But this is LeBron's own doing. It's His so own fun. doing. Their fans are so cocky also. That's the best part. But what they have nothing to be cocky about. They're 0-4, okay? Their point differential is minus 31 already in four games. They're going into Minnesota tonight. LeBron has, I mean, he's going to play, but it's, he's he's day-to-day with foot soreness already. Anthony Davis is probably going to play tonight, but he's a game-time decision. Russell Westbrook is coming off the bench for the first time in his career, and Woj is saying that's the plan for the foreseeable future. They're going to see how it goes tonight. I, I think if Anthony Davis is out with the back soreness, he kind of tweaked it uh, the other night against Denver, but Russ probably will start if AD's out, but if AD plays, it's going to be off the bench now, and that's his role to lead the second unit. Uh, they're just crumbling and falling apart at the seams, and I just couldn't be happier. <laughs> 
Adam, what are you making of all this? Are you as happy as I am? Because I'm really happy. I'm enjoying it immensely. I'm not as happy as you are because I'm not a true Laker hater like you, but I but I do enjoy watching them unravel because like I've said before, their fans are annoying. When I first moved to LA 11 years ago, I was a Laker fan. I rooted for the Lakers in 2008 against your Celtics. I yeah. rooted for them. But then I realized after about a year and a half, two years, how really awful their fans <laughs> truly are, how conceited, how annoying with their flags and their... Yeah, the car flags. Oh, it's God. a real thing. Yeah, the flags and they show up late. I'm not saying that the Lakers have bad fans in terms of loyalty. They have a lot of good fans, but just like the the whole... They're just Hollywood. They're just, yeah. it's like, and the Clippers are more of, you know, the... I guess the working class team in LA, more of the blue collar team, and they're just annoying. So it's fun to see them unravel like this. I thought Russell Westbrook would be with Lethal Shooter every single day this summer. <laughs> That's what I thought he would do if he had a logical sound mind. But apparently he has too much of an ego to do that. He didn't work with anybody, it looks like. His shooting, it his looks, confidence, it looks, even, is, worse. It's, it yeah. looks even worse. And the problem now with the Lakers is every time they play a home game, the fans, every time he shoots, they're like, no, don't shoot, don't shoot. People were so upset the other day when they were playing the Blazers, and Russell Westbrook shot that shot with 30 seconds yeah, left. In the game. People were getting angry about that. But the truth is, if you look at that shot, he was wide open from medium range. Any other time in his career with Oklahoma City or even with the Rockets, he hits that shot. Oh, yeah, so, 95 out of 100 times. Yeah, it's, it was a wide open medium range shot, if you look at it. So his confidence is completely shot. The fans have turned on him all the way. You know, Lonnie Walker's... Uh, he's, he's doing fine. He's, an, he's a good player, but he's not, you know, he's not going to solve any long-term issues for this team. Something needs to happen with, in terms of a shakeup with the trade. I, th I, I do believe that Westbrook coming off the bench will help the team. I think he'll be the number one guy. He'll feel in his heart that he's the number one guy of that second unit and he can take over. I think a lot of times he's he can be passive with LeBron or he just doesn't feel necessarily comfortable so I think that will help them. But in general, this team is just a total disaster. Yeah, TJ, it's gotten to a point where I almost feel bad for Russ at this point. The fans clearly don't want him here or, you know, are happy with his performance or just enjoying the whole overall experience. And in a weird way, you know, not to the extent of Tom Brady looks kind of miserable. Russ kind of looks miserable playing basketball, which kind of sucks because, you know, for a lot of these guys that, you know, the court is their sanctuary. And uh, where they, you know, where, where they feel the most themselves. And, and you can just see kind of the joy. I think they talk about it on the Turner show, like just the joy being stripped from Russ at this point. Yeah, I, look, I'm not joking. I literally have nothing to say. This team's 0-4. Yeah. They stink. No, I don't want to waste any more else's time <laughs> on the Lakers. I like, when it. they win a game, let's talk about them. I'd rather talk about this. Teams who should be losing basketball games <laughs> and for some reason all of a sudden decide, you know what, there's no 7-foot, 4-inch unicorn over in Paris, France that we've just completely depleted our whole organization in, in hopes of the ping pong ball gods uh, shining their light down upon us to grant him us. I'd rather talk about this. So I, hey, do I don't like to do this, but let's move on. The Utah Jazz. What are, you, what are you doing? Danny Ainge is having a panic what, attack every single day. What are you doing, man? Like on one hand, I go, damn, man, the Utah Jazz, you're supposed to be down and out and you are you're dogs. You got a bunch of dogs. Larry Markane and dog. Jarrett Vanderbilt, dog. Mike Conley, dog. But guess what? Dogs, you're supposed to be lying, rolling over with your bellies in the air, getting rubbed. What are you doing? 
Crown Vic is over in Paris and he's waiting to come. Oh. And you guys are like, we don't want him. I guess we don't want him. Don't want but him. But seriously, shout out to the Jazz, right? Like right? four and one right now. Nobody expected this out of them. What do you think, guys? Yeah, it's really crazy. Um, at what point does Jordan Clarkson get traded? At what point does they say they're apparently they're saying they're not going to trade them? They're not going to trade anybody. Clarkson was the one I saw in particular. Uh, Clarkson's great. Can you imagine a homecoming with him in L.A.? Like, that's a team that – I know we don't want to talk about the Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's a team that they – a guy that they Absolutely. need. Well, I'll talk about this. Imagine if they still had B.I. Clarkson. Wow, yeah. You know, it's a whole different ballgame. Well, then they, they wouldn't have got the bubble title probably not with the, without Anthony Davis. That's a, Yeah, definitely. You're right. You're right. I just think it's hilarious that, let's just say, this Lakers season goes totally south and they get the number one pick. You know who that pick goes to? The New Orleans the Pelicans. Pelicans. <laughs> So suddenly the Dude. Pelicans have B.I., Zion, uh, let's see, Trey Murphy, CJ, CJ, CJ McCollum. and now they get crowned Vic, yeah. or even Scoot if it's the second Scoot, pick. yeah, right? Like, you're, you're in good. They're, they're good. They're going to be fine. And that's why we shouldn't waste time, because awesome. even if the Lakers fail to get better, they're not going to get better because they ain't getting the pick. So they're they're it's rough. All right, so let, let's pick let's piggyback on, on your theme, uh, TJ, of kind of the teams that should not be tanking, but let's just roll that into surprises. We're now 10 days into the NBA season. Everybody's played three, four, five. Everyone's played at least four or five mm-hmm. games so far. What have been some of the big surprises that have that have stood out to you, uh, whether it's players or whether it's teams? Adam, you can start first here. Well, the Portland Trailblazers right now are playing better than anybody thought they would. True that. Dame Lillard is still showing that he's one of the top 10 players in the league. And they have an emerging guy in Anthony Simmons who's yeah. who's re- really young. A lot of people, a lot of casuals don't know about him. But well, that the dunk guy, contest. Just the dunk contest, right? Exactly. Yeah, and he can, he can legitimately become a second star. He can become the next C.J. McCollum for Dame, possibly even better than C.J. He has that potential. He's still a really young player. So nobody thought Portland would be would be playing well i haven't to be honest i haven't watched a lot of the spurs games but the, the spurs being three and two yeah. a lot of people didn't think they, they would win more well, than that, 15 games they're this year. another team that's, that should yeah. be tanking that's but another pop, team on pop ain't gonna on let that TJ's should be tanking yeah, like what do you i should make a list of what the hell are you doing like <laughs> by the way those teams on tj's list uh include that's well the pacers are, are handling their business they're one they're one and four but they're kind of all out west i mean it's it's the Spurs are three and two, the Jazz, Jazz are four, are, are and, four one. and one. Uh, who else? I mean, the other Houston and well, Houston's doing. Houston Oklahoma understands City, the assignment. Oklahoma City has two wins. I don't know what they're doing. Like, come on now, you need to you need to lose these games. But the Kings understand the assignment the apparently because they're zero and four. Rockets, they're all understanding the assignment. <laughs> like, come on now. The Kings are so due for a superstar. The Kings could have had a Luka, and they passed up on him for Marvin Bagley. Oh, so the Kings yeah. Kings have loyal fans. The Kings deserve that number. I'm rooting for the Kings to get the number one pick. Yeah, you mentioned Portland, though. They're off to an amazing start, even though it looks like Dame's going to miss. Yeah, he's out one to two He's going to so. miss a, a week or two, which is which is kind of a kind of a bummer. That's going to hurt them. But look, the Wizards being three and one, the Cavaliers are three and one. Um, I mean, Memphis, look, we all kind of thought Memphis was going to be you know, pretty good after the way they finished last year and how exciting they were in the playoffs. And they are. But holy crap, this good? Like, Ja looks like the MVP. Dylan Brooks looks like, uh, sorry, Desmond Bain Desmond is Bain, just yeah. out of his mind shooting the basketball right now. Uh, he threw in 30-plus again last night. Uh, I just really like what they're doing. We mentioned Utah, but also Phoenix. I kind of thought that Phoenix was going to take a step back. They're a little bit older. Chris Paul... The whole weird situation with DeAndre Ayton, and 
I mean, they really took it to Golden State the other night. They're three and one. I'm kind of surprised that they're playing really well and kind of like the team we they looked like the whole regular season last year. I love that whole fight with Clay Thompson and Devin Booker because Clay, you know, he was going four rings out of four rings. He had every right to do that. And the thing is, they were they were talking crap to each other. But I loved afterwards how Devin Booker was like, "I respect Clay Thompson. I like Clay Thompson. He's right. I he does have four rings." So essentially, he was he was saying. He has every right to talk because he has the rings to back it up. And I think Devin Booker is is very hungry for a ring. That guy is not even really in the prime of his career yet. So he's taken the next lead this year. He's been unbelievable this year. So you can't count out Phoenix. Yeah. You just can't count them out. Devin Booker is a legitimate number one superstar guy that could win a championship is the number one guy. You were talking about that, and I, I heard someone else mention that as well, and they brought up a good point. Uh, when you say... Oh man, we got four rings. That's something you say when you have no other argument because you know that the other person's a better player than you, actually. And maybe you're kind of transitioning mm-hmm. into, man, you're not as you know, you're not as good as you once were. I got it in me every once in a while. Like you know, Clyde threw up what the thirty point playoff game last year, or whatever. But you know, he's not the player he was a couple of years ago before the injuries. And you're just being like, oh man, we got the four rings. Yeah, 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 cool, cool, cool. Devin Booker's like, my time's coming. Like, I know that I'm better than you, so I'm just going to say all the nice things afterward. But, you know, the Phoenix beat them in the game, and, yeah. you know, I guess Phoenix will probably get the better of them more often than not here as, as the Warriors kind of get a little bit older and kind of transition to a different part of their game in their careers. I just thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah, clearly Devin Booker's the better player right now. But Clay, obvious Hall of Famer, still one of the best players of all time. But, but Booker, yeah, if, if somebody, if anybody would ask, who would you rather have right now, Clay Thompson or Booker? Any fan says Devin Booker yeah, for, yeah, sure. for sure. Yeah, 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 for sure. Only problem with Booker is this, right? No defense. Well, you know what? How many guys in the NBA don't play defense? I mean, look at the I scoring mean, right now. Like, Nobody's playing defense. The problem is he's attached himself to a particular brand outside of the NBA. Ooh. And he's this brand there. has Adam, a, a way there. of maybe going there. not having them keep up, hey. but maybe bring them down. Oh. So, I, <laughs> but you know, hey, man, look at the Suns. They've been balling since yeah. the bubble. That's when they kind of arrived, right? They arrived at the bubble, went to the finals. I was worried this year, not worried because I don't really care, but I, I was worried that the fact that, you know, Aiton didn't have his contract. It seemed to be a point of contention. Monty Williams hadn't talked to anybody. I was like, man, I don't know. You know how I like to say, you know, chemistry and pH balanced in a, in a, in a locker room. You would think that there wouldn't be a lot of chemistry, but look, they're four and one. The season's early, but you know, that team should be at the top, near the top, because they've got the talent. They've been there. Whether or not they win a title is, you know, a completely different story. But the Suns should be in the top four or five teams every single year with the talent that they have. so And they're doing what they should be doing, you know, winning games right now. I know we're kind of bouncing all over the place, but you know this looks really well, – That's what basketballs do, Chris. You know, yeah, that's a good point, TJ. You know who looks really good? And they've only played three games. I know they're back in action tonight, but damn, the Milwaukee Bucks look really good. Giannis is on a tear. He was my yeah, number but, I mean, two pick. What's the where, Where's the, the shock there? Yeah, of course they I don't know. Good. I'm just doing saying. It, doing it without Middleton also. I'm just saying they look even better than and kind of I, I thought. I just thought without Middleton again, you know, obviously he missed most of the postseason last year. And, you know, he's out to start the year this year. He might be back, what, Thanksgiving, something like that? Yeah, November. But 
man, I just, I, I don't know. I guess I just start, uh, expected them to kind of, you know, maybe not, maybe not just blow out teams. I mean, they're averaging 11 points a win right now. They're holding opponents under 100 points. They're the only team in the NBA holding their opponents under 100 per game. I mean, I just think. Right now, do you think they're, that they're above? Giannis the, is on another level. Yeah. You think they're better than the Celtics right now? I kind of do, actually. I kind of do, because Boston, Boston needs that presence inside, and that's what that's what the Time Lord is. That's what Robert Williams is. And how do you stop this guy? Giannis is just, man, every year it seems like he looks more jacked, and he adds another element. Like, like we talk about, wait till this dude starts knocking down threes consistently. Mm-hmm. He's 26. It's coming. He's it, only going to get better. By the way, he doesn't even have to be knocking down threes. Like, I know, but like, it's not even a necessary part of his game. Not, he doesn't even need it to dominate. Doesn't you know, need a three-point shot. All he to be needs to do MVP. is work on that foul line. Because by the way, once he gets the foul shooting, I don't know what he's shooting right now. But if he gets that around, you know, a seventy percent clip, I, what are you going to? You might as well just like call in sick that day. He's twenty-seven. Excuse me, but like, uh, I'm just—I don't know. I was just watching them play the Nets the other night, and they just absolutely spanked him and I just couldn't think of like damn also speaking of damn Luka Doncic damn let's talk about it is this finally the year that Luka wins the MVP he's been the favorite the last couple of years and he just hasn't been able to do it he hasn't had the team around him is this finally the year for Luka Adam you love Luka as much as I do huge Luka Doncic fan it's looking like it right now he had another 40 point triple double last night in Brooklyn and his game is just so fun to watch because he's just not that athletic and he's just so crafty and he knows where to pick his spots and his basketball IQ is through the roof. Yeah. So right now it's between him and him and Ja right now. Seems and, like it. And it, it's so it's so fun to watch his game and it's so fun to watch Ja's game. Polar ja, opposites. They're polar opposites. They're both incredibly intelligent in terms of their basketball IQ. I remember when I first saw Ja playing college. And that was the first thing that stuck out to me, not his athleticism, but how smart of a player he is also. So they're both incredibly intelligent players. Obviously, Ja has better athleticism than Luka. Uh, but, yeah, it's just Luka. And I've noticed kids love Luka also. That's the thing. I wonder uh, what that there's, is. There's a video last night that they showed of J.J. Redick's son uh, being introduced to Luka. And the look of his face looks like he just saw Jesus Christ in person. Like, <laughs> like he was so wide-eyed. He could not that's believe funny. he was talking to Luca. And so I think... Yeah, but I mean, that, let's be honest. That's, that's any kid, player, yeah, like kids. every kid. Like, come on. Yeah, like, but you, it looks like... It looks especially with Luca, And, and you would think funny. this guy's been around NBA guys his whole life as being J.J. Reddick's kid. Right. But it just looks like he was in total awe of Luca. People in general... I, I believe love Luca, so that's part of it—the popularity aspect. They, the NBA wants to have Luca as the guy, along with maybe Giannis, and so internationally the, for sure. Yeah, and so politically, it makes sense that if there was a vote and he was close to to winning, that he would get the nod. It makes sense to me. So yeah, I can see that happening. I for just sure. think I think it's I, fun too, TJ. That you uh, speaking of John Luca, just two guys with totally opposite games. That's kind of the beauty of basketball, right? You can get it done in different ways. Playing different ways, like Michael Jordan and Larry Bird, total opposites, but they both were great. both both great, both dominant, both MVPs, both champions. I, I just kind of love that about the league. The thing about Luca right now is he is carrying a heavy load right now, right? Mm-hmm. And you know, 
fact of the matter is, Luke is great. He's putting up great numbers, but we're going to get to that point, I think, where yeah. it's going to be, are you the most valuable player? Even though your team is not the anywhere close to being the best team, because I don't think this team is like that great. He is right. a star, and Christian Wood is Christian Wood. he's starting to be, yeah. become a, a great player. I just don't know. Like, look at 36. I like to round up, by the way. So 36, 10, and 9 right now. Like, yeah, it's stupid. <laughs> but can you keep that up? Because he is shouldering so much of the load. So I'm gonna, it's going to be interesting to see um, how if he's able to continue at this clip. And I, I will say this. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm sure the kid was in awe to see Luca, but I promise you if Boban rolled up on the kid, you'd probably you'd still be like, oh, my God, you know. So I think it's just the fact that kids just love larger than life personalities. And it's almost like the smaller you are, the more relatable you are. That's why I think Steph Curry is yeah. so well yeah, liked true. by these kids because he looks like a normal dude. Like the rest of these guys don't look like normal human beings. But also beings. Luca, Luca doesn't play above the rim. No. When was the last time you saw him dunk in a game? True. I just think it's fun. I, I, I love all these guys. I, I also, Look, I, Luca was the first pick on my fantasy team, so I, I am reaping the I'm benefits jealous, of what's I'm going jealous on of right both now. You. I have Jaws, so I'm pretty happy as well. But uh, when you talk about Dallas and maybe they're not going to be there at the end and they may not have a good, a good enough record to get Luca that MVP, I couldn't help but think of what's going on in Memphis right now. And we mentioned Desmond Bain, like, who is the Desmond Bain on the Mavericks? You think Doc, this is your ally. Like, really who, like who can go, like, does anyone other than Luca have the ability to even throw up 35 on a, on a given Christian night? Wood you, can. You guys just totally Christian no-sold my Bain impression, and I'm hurt. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I was born in the I was dog. born in you. You think Doc, this is your ally. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, you know, just, just to your point, TJ, where, like, Memphis last year, they were the two seed out of kind of out of nowhere. Yeah. And Chris, remember and Adam, remember how well they did in games that Jaw didn't play? Like yeah. they were like twenty one yeah. and three or something. Yeah, this is a, a good crazy squad, amount. and they're only gonna get better. Bro, could you imagine? Wouldn't that be great if the Grizzlies could go and I mean, just for a small market team, that would be I don't know. I, I think that well, would be wouldn't be great. Cool. Didn't Rich pick them to win the title? We don't need that again. Oh yeah, I take that back. <laughs> hey, rewind what I yeah. we, we I don't want because can't have that. Rich becomes. Let's just put it this way. Yes, Rich. He predicted the Warriors last oh, year. Whack. And guess what? We've heard about it every, every single day single since day. it happened. So ugh, yeah, but I, it would be fun to to see you know them get up there and it also would be fun too adam just to see new teams in it so like you know it was cool to see you know the celtics hadn't been in the, in the finals for a yeah. while it was co- not just for me personally because i'm a fan but it was cool to see them back in it it wasn't just remember what was it four years in a row it was like Cavs warriors here yeah. we go i mean it, it was fine but it kind of got old after a little bit especially because you know barring a kick to the nuts the Cavs had no shot to win and so i want to see some new blood in there yeah it's so, always it's always fun to see certain teams uh, reach over the hump and finally and finally break yeah. through. I, th- I mean, I know it didn't do well ratings wise, but I thought Milwaukee and Phoenix was awesome just because oh, yeah. it was two new teams in there. And you had no idea who was. And you didn't win know that. who was going to win. And it was Giannis's coming out party. Like not a lot of the wor- you know world or country gets to see Bucks games, and Obviously. so that was kind of it awesome. It was CP3's first NBA Finals. Exactly. Yeah. There were so many good storylines for that Finals that it was exciting. So you know to see. Like, like, what if Memphis makes it on a run? Or what if, I don't know, who else in the East? Atlanta. What about, or like, what about a huge co- basketball city that we're, that we're neglecting right now? The Mecca, 
New York City, the Knicks right now are three and one. What about that? What about yeah. fellow Stevenson alum Jalen Brunson, who everybody thought the Knicks Stupid. overpaid for, overpaid. and he is having a fantastic year. Yeah. Spike Lee is having a ball right now watching the Knicks. Ben Lyons going crazy, tweeting yeah. about it nonstop. <laughs> that team is is fun to watch. They're a scrappy team. Cam Reddish is a good pickup for them that yeah. people kind of wrote off. He was teammates. Well, there's with, a reason they wrote him off. Because he was not balling. He was not balling. <laughs> but now he's with his former Duke teammate, R.J. Barrett, who's having a great year, also still a really young guy. So that's a fun team yeah. that, are they championship level? Probably yeah, not. Probably not. But, probably not. But they can they can at least get the garden rocking yeah, in the and, playoffs. Exactly. And the NBA, just leagues are definitely better when certain teams are good. Like the NFL is better if the Steelers, the Raiders, and the Cowboys are good. Mm-hmm. The NBA is better if the Mecca is just popping. You know what I mean? So it's good for business when the, when the Knickerbockers are playing well. Again, though, we're four or five games into yeah, exactly. the season. It's, it's super, still super really early. early. But you know what? And that's why I'm saying this because I'm going to say it's still early and it, because the Sixers suck right And now. that's what I was going to ask you, TJ. That, that's how I wanted to end today's episode, this week's episode, is what is going on in Philadelphia? I have no idea. I don't know what's happening. Here's the deal, guys, right? They're, at my apartment building, they're replacing the roof, okay? So okay. they went up there, and they took all the satellites down. So I haven't had, I haven't had cable in like two and a half weeks, oh, so I've been trying brutal. to stream everything. But it's just like I, I the NBA is not coming through for whatever, so I'm not seeing all the Sixers games. I think that's a good thing. Yeah, exactly. I don't really know what's going <laughs> on. I, I'm not ready. Brockman asked me yesterday, Doc, Doc, like Doc, not, watch, baby, I'm we're on not, Doc, watch. I'm not quite there yet because again, one and four, it's not optimal, but it's still early. Then again, you know, to kick to something because I want to probably end with this later. I was, you know, as you know, I've been watching Legacy. On Hulu, I forgot. Remember the Lakers fired Mike Brown after an 0 3 start? Yeah, it was really fast. Like, man, you want to talk about like the shortest really leash fast. imaginable. Yeah. So I don't think that we're going to get to that point. I don't see the Sixers would have to be like 1 in 10 for a move to get made. There's enough talent there that they should be able to turn this around. I'm not pushing the panic button yet, but it's, it's, not great right now. Yeah, it's like I think in the games that I've seen from you guys, yeah, Harden looked awesome the first couple of games, yeah. but they lost. And you know, you're just not playing any defense. It's kind of similar to what's going on in Brooklyn. Not to to that extent that the Nets are playing no D. The Nets are giving up 122 points a game, which is Jeez. absolutely insane. But Philadelphia is giving up 111, which is a lot. Yeah, and that this it's team this should be a defensive team. We've got Embiid, we've got Maxi, we've got PJ Tucker. Like, Harden's a huge liability, though. That's the problem. He is, but you know what? Yeah. I'll, I'll take him giving up 20 because he's going to get 30. So, yeah, you know, there's true. a balance there. But I, I'm not going to do what everybody thinks I'm going to do and flip out, man. Not yet. Not yet. But this time next week? I might be overturning some furniture, yeah, guys. You just don't it is, know. It is still pretty early, you know. And, and, and I also, always, Chris, just to bring in my other team, yeah. the Clippers, two and three. I'm not worried about them because we understand what's going on. Kawhi's, I mean, Kawhi's Kawhi in June, already. yeah, but Kawhi in June far more valuable okay. than Kawhi yeah, in October. Sure. So yeah, great point. Great let point. that knee. And again, like I told you guys in the group chat, like I dislocated my kneecap years ago. 
And it took like a solid two and a half years before I felt like fully comfortable. And look, yeah. Kawhi and I, we're both machines. Both, both machines. I mean, that's oh, obvious. God, here we go. Totally he, on the same both level. Both machines. No, he might have slightly more athleticism just, than me because he's, he's, he's younger than me. He doesn't love pizza as much as I do. He's from Riverside. He didn't put on 15 pounds during the pandemic, but still like, so <laughs> let it go. Like I think, ACL. He, did, I think he did of muscle. Oh, Actually, yeah. Oh, yeah he looks so <laughs> slow. But he put on good weight and I put on bad weight. <laughs> and that's the difference. But yeah, so I'm not ready. Like if we've got to sit him out for a while cool man i just you guys know i feel about this clippers curse and it's real yeah so just we got to stay competitive but give Kawhi all the time he needs because like i said healthy Kawhi in may june far more valuable even, even with both of right these now. teams i always just think about the 2010 the first year with lebron and miami they were nine and eight they were nine and eight yeah and everybody was ready yeah. to like it was it was not it. it was not good yeah spo was like over his skis and who are these guys <laughs> and not seven times like and they went to four straight NBA finals. Yeah. Like, yeah. like, so it does take time. You got to get some legs under you for about six weeks yeah, before you can really, kind of like the NFL, like September. Well, you is don't not, have six weeks in the NFL. No, but I'm saying in terms of September is the new preseason in the NFL. Yeah, cause like, so yeah. it's like nobody really freaks out and still until October, November. Um, and so it's a little early to freak out. Maybe we'll do some overreactions next week. Cause that'll be pretty fun. Uh, anything to say about the bulls, Adam three and two nice win over the seas. The other night, I was uh, kind of expecting a Boston, um, you know, just a Boston coronation there Monday with the oh, Pats sure. playing the Bears and the Celtics playing the Bulls, and uh, you got the best of us twice. Uh, how are you seeing things with the Bulls so far? Yeah, that was a, a surprisingly fun Monday night. Yeah, one of the best I, Monday nights you've ever had. Yeah, I just thought I was about to take two L's to the face, and <laughs> and, and the Celtics were up, I believe, by by around eighteen or nineteen. It points. felt like forty in the yeah. four in the first quarter, and then we just forgot how to play ball. Yeah, and I, I turned off the game at that point. I was like, all right, time to watch the Bears lose again against Mac Jones. And <laughs> surprisingly, the fortunes uh, favored favored Chicago for once, which is pretty rare, but. Yeah, the Bulls are are kind of around the same record I, I thought they would be. I'm really liking the progress of Io DeSumo. He's taken over the spot for Alonzo Ball. Yep. Alonzo need... good. Alonzo not good right now. I don't <laughs> know what's Alonzo <laughs> bad right Lonzo now. Alonzo bad. Alonzo not Yeah, Alonzo in street clothes. But wait, <laughs> is there any Ball brothers playing in NBA right now? No. Because, like, That's what's going on? Actually, true. Lamelo's still out, right? Yeah. Lamelo's still out. And who knows what's happening with, with Jello? But, but yeah, it's it's. Uh, it's been tough not having him, but Io's filled the role. The role Io's a really good player. Patrick Williams sucks right now. I have to just be completely yeah. honest. I've been a believer in Patrick Williams the entire time, and I'm starting to reassess those thoughts. The guy's just completely lost out there on the court. He stands in the corner all day. He's not aggressive. I don't understand what, what it's going to take. Maybe he just needs to be on a different team. Maybe it's a type of situation where the Bulls will trade him and he'll flourish down the road, kind of like uh, Markkinen's doing right now with the Jazz. He looks great. Laurie Markkinen always, to me, always had the talent and the shooting ability, but there's just something off. His defense wasn't good, but if you're in... A lot, of, a lot of times with NBA players, it's the situation that you're in. So maybe Patrick Williams just needs to be traded. It's not working with the Bulls, so I'm disappointed about that. DeRozan and Levine look awesome look against... DeRozan, DeRozan looks, awesome. looks amazing. He's yeah. about to score 20,000 points tonight. Yeah, he's really good. Uh, he'll be one this of, year? That's amazing. Yeah, it's, it's been <laughs> it's been quite a run. You know, Will Chamberlain-esque. But uh, yeah, he's going to be one of the guys who gets 20,000 points in his career. So future Hall of Famer. A lot of people thought when the Bulls would get uh, DeRozan that he was that he was kind of on the on the last leg of his career, kind of washed up. But he had a sensational season last year. He's playing great again, so I'm excited about that. And... 
the pickup of Andre Drummond was a tremendous pickup for the Bulls. He's been great on, on the offensive boards, great on defense. So so he's been a solid pickup. So overall, yeah, I'm 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 liking where the Bulls are. I'd like to see some improvements, but overall, I'm, I'm okay right now nice. with the team. Love it. Love it. All right, guys. Uh, Celtics look good, too. We win 75% of our games. I'll be super happy. Uh, expect a win tonight at home against Cleveland. Uh, anything else, guys, before we uh, ship out here on the weekend? Yeah, you know, I started making a list of just, like, things I want to see in the NBA this season. And just the first thing on there, and this is just like a fashion statement. You know what I wish they would, like, let come back? Bring back the suits on the coaches. But I, I care less about that, I though. Know. The ninja style headbands. I miss those. Uh, you know, the ties, the long ones. Yeah. I don't know why they banned those, man. But they I got, had, what, like a one-year run? Like a one-year, maybe uh, two-year run because I think Butler some people snuck them that. in the year before. Didn't and then Caruso they kind of then too? they blew up. Yeah. And then they were like, eh, they're done. Just NBA, let's bring back the ninja style headbands. That's all I'm asking. I'm just That's just one thing. That's, that's all I have to say about that's that. That's it. All right, everybody. Enjoy the games this weekend. We'll be back. In our regular spot on Wednesday. We think, unless more weird stuff happens. Unless more weird stuff happens. But more than likely, we'll be back on Wednesday. Uh, Enjoy the association this weekend for TJ and Adam. I'm uh, Shady out. Go Clippers Sixers. Go Bears Bulls. (laughs) Your mama.